Welcome to the Private GP Podcast. I'm Alia Shakir, the Managing Director of Walk-In Clinic, and I'm here today with one of our GPs, Dr. Mohamed Masseni. Hello. Hi. Um, and today we are talking about erectile dysfunction. Um, obviously, we see gentlemen at the clinic with this issue, some of them for uh, having experienced it for a long time or intermittently over various years, and others who perhaps um, have experienced it for the first time. Um, it seems that maybe we've been seeing more cases of erectile dysfunction since the pandemic. Do you agree? Uh, of course, yes. Uh, I think I think that that is definitely the case, and uh, there are sort of uh, various factors involved in this. Um, Erectile dysfunction in general is a multifactorial um, sort of condition, and uh, um, you know during the pandemic, uh, people being isolated, um, being out of uh, contact with others, um, which which had sort of uh, various different uh, effects on them, likes of increase in anxiety, um, sort of having a, a lower uh, mood, um, as well as. Uh, you know, problems with uh, not uh, having enough exercise uh, and a good diet. So a lot of people uh, put on some weight, um, so blood pressures went up um, and, and so on. And all of these factors were, were sort of the contributing uh, elements uh, in erectile dysfunction. Very interesting. Um, I read a, a study somewhere that said that having COVID might increase your risk of erectile dysfunction like five times um i mean do is this something you think that is just needs more research or yeah i think i think covid has got um, um several um unknown aspects um, we're still dealing with uh, some chronic cases of uh, what's called um, long covid um, which uh, are side effects that people are experiencing um, following having uh, um, a severe infection with, with COVID. Um, and uh, there's, there's a lot of unknown, so uh, definitely something that uh, requires uh, more investigation and research. Thank you. That's really interesting. Um, so what would you say are the main causes of erectile dysfunction in younger men versus older men? So uh, younger gentlemen um, who tend to be um, sort of uh, uh, less at risk of uh, conditions uh, likes of uh, high blood pressure um, and high cholesterol, um, uh, they tend to have what we call uh, non-organic causes for erectile dysfunction. And this is uh, by and large anxiety and perhaps maybe low mood and lack of confidence, uh, perhaps maybe due to uh, problems that they had as a, as a child, um, or various different factors. But uh, the majority of them, uh, from, from what I can see anecdotally, uh, seems to be non-organic causes. So we would call that what, psychological causes, uh, more, more likely? More related to psychological, yeah, yeah. Understood. And in older men, what are the physiological or mm-hmm. organic Reasons so in, in older men, um, conditions likes of diabetes, uh, likes of uh, high blood pressure and high cholesterol, uh, problem with hormones uh, which uh, may sort of deteriorate with age, uh, and and also at the same time anxiety and depression um, could be could be um, uh, contributing factors. 
Yeah, and I guess stress as well, chronic stress and work-related stress as well. Definitely, definitely. And uh, so both both ways, uh, and, and sort of younger, uh, younger men, uh, sort of uh, they may be working at uh, lower level jobs, which is uh, perhaps maybe more difficult or longer hours. Um, and in, in older gentlemen um, with responsibility in the jobs that they are, they may be more stressful and, and both of these things uh, could have an effect. Totally understand that. Um, so really what you're saying as well is say, especially in older gentlemen, that they really need to take this symptom very seriously because it could potentially be a symptom of an underlying condition. Absolutely, absolutely. It is very important. Um, often gentlemen uh, are not uh, very forthcoming. People that I see in the clinic uh, always tell me that they have been having this problem for years, sometimes two, three years before they decide um, that they need to uh, address that. Um, and it's, it's definitely um, an important message uh, that we would need to seek help for this because this is a, this is a condition that has treatment. And if we find out what is causing it, then addressing the treatment of uh, the condition would be, would be very, very easy. So let's say somebody um, comes to see you uh, with this symptom, what testing would you usually recommend? Um, so the um, sort of the consultation that, uh, that I conduct is um, a comprehensive history taking, looking at various uh, aspects of both physical and mental health, social um, sort of circumstances of um, a person and also uh, their interaction uh, with, the, with the environment. Um, as well as a full physical examination and some blood tests, as you mentioned. Uh, the tests, we usually uh, run uh, a full blood profile, and that includes a test for cholesterol, test for uh, diabetes. Um, uh, we check um, the uh, prostatic-specific um, enzyme, which is called PSA, and, and also uh, we check for various hormones, which, uh, which could have... Uh, effects on the um, healthy uh, erection. Mm -hmm. Such as testosterone levels? That's correct, yeah, testosterone levels, uh, prolactin levels, mm -hmm. um, and uh, sort of the hormones uh, secreted from brain called FSH, mm -hmm. uh, LH, uh, the stress hormone which is uh, uh, DHEA uh, sulfate, mm -hmm. Uh, and also a protein called sex hormone binding group, mm -hmm. um, which could uh, affect the free androgen index, and that's basically availability of testosterone to the body tissues. Okay, really interesting. And then you get you you know you combine your consultation, your examination, the test results, and then you give that patient a call. And if if there's if there's an underlying condition, I guess we address that. Absolutely. Um, if there's no apparent underlying condition, uh, what happens next? Is there a treatment uh, available or what do you usually yeah, sure. do? So, um, like you said, if there's any underlying condition that we detect, which uh, in, in some cases uh, I have picked up um, a silent diabetes in someone who didn't absolutely have absolutely no idea that they might have diabetes. Wow. Um, and uh, things like that we could treat, uh, obviously, uh, and if if everything comes back normal and the examination is normal, um, usually during the consultation, I, I would have picked up some uh, psychological cues about 
the possible causes of this, uh, then this is what uh, we usually uh, sort of discuss uh, with patients. And uh, there are various options available. There are um, sort of therapy options available for them. And, and some people still would like to have further investigation, uh, which is absolutely fine. And uh, we usually, in these cases, refer them to an andrologist uh, who is a consultant uh, who deals with uh, cases similar to this. And it will be at a perhaps maybe a higher level of uh, running um, various different tests, uh, which, which could um, sort of help as well. Of course. And I guess for some men, um, let's say the cause is psychological, just having the awareness of that helps enormously, doesn't Absolutely. it? Absolutely. It is very important, uh, first of all, um, to reassure uh, the gentleman that everything from a physical point of view is absolutely fine and they are in good health. Um, and then in the meantime, uh, you could give them advice about a more healthier lifestyle. Uh, things like stopping the smoking, reducing their um, sort of uh, alcohol intake if they take um, sort of um, if they drink more than recommended uh, dose of uh, 14 units per week. Uh, things like um, sort of losing weight if they're overweight, um, and also having a more active lifestyle if they don't exercise as much. So these are the things that uh, we use the opportunity to promote. Uh, in the sense that um, sort of trying to help gentlemen to have a healthier lifestyle, which um, often these are the main elements which is sufficient to resolve the problem, um, but at the same time um, sort of address any other um, issues that they might find. Thank you so much, Dr. Masseni, for your time today. It was a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you.